Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Problem with your audit. It's contradicted by documents that are on the public record, madam. Uh, we, we just know through, you state, for instance, internal documents noted budget limitations. That's directly contradicted by Sally Thornton, the vice president, who was responsible for the warehouses. She, she said the exact opposite twice in committee testimony before she abruptly resigned. The documents on the public record show the agency was mandated to store a four-month supply of PPE. That was their job. You don't mention they closed three warehouses. You don't mention they threw away nine million items. And and you don't mention that two executives abruptly resigned. It, it, forgive me. Th- th- these are all documents on the public record. It's as if you audited the Titanic, but you just picked it up from the part where they served cocoa to the survivors. Do you not see how haphazard this audit is? Did you not look at the documents on the public record? How, how could you come to this conclusion? Oh, God love him. That is Tom Korski, managing editor over at Blacklock's Reporting, bottom lining what he thinks of the AG report looking into pandemic preparedness. And it is very clear that he feels Karen Hogan basically missed the boat. Uh, pardon the pun. Uh, and he joins me now. Tom, good to have you. I literally um, spit out my drink. I burst out in laughter when you asked that question um, because I think as you were arguing, I mean, you didn't get an answer as to what we're talking about of dollar value, you know, of payments for things not received. But you argue that this report contradicts everything that you guys have reported and what's on the public record. It, it also tells you, Alex, it, I mean, it's just frankly stupefying. This is the Auditor General. This is supposed to be the taxpayer's friend. I have a lot of questions about what's going on in that office under this appointee. Audits are given uh, in advance to respondent departments. They're never a surprise. And there is a long-held tradition where departments can quote-unquote fact-check audits before they're ever released to the public. I have a lot of questions, too, about the fact-checking on this audit that if it was reported by any news organization would be categorized as fake news. It Mm. tells you the public health agency in the absence of of disclosures that are part of the public record. These people would be awarding themselves Orders of Canada. Great job. They did a great job, and they just got an attaboy from the auditor. You would not believe that 9 million personal Protective equipment, uh, masks, gowns, gloves were thrown away. They closed warehouses. They didn't know what they were doing. Even internal audits at the public health agency have said there was confusion, lack of direction. Management didn't know what was going on. I I don't understand Auditor General Hogan. I'm legitimately baffled. Yeah, and 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 I can assure you, it's the last time you'll be asked, uh, you know, to ask a question, probably, um, because we have talked about these things uh, over time and and where they got it wrong and what documents you guys have been able to find about these kinds of things. I was thinking when I heard or read through this report that maybe this was just part of it, but to suggest, as I'm hearing you, that this is kind of what they're going to report about it. You know, I think the the public should be concerned about, you know, the glossing over of a, of a lot of facts. 
Oh, and I mean, let's just talk about fake news, Alex. You know, there's a bland assertion in this audit that, doggone it, there were budget cuts. That is simply untrue. I've seen internal emails that were released because they were compelled for release by votes of House of Commons committees. These are all in the public record. Any citizen can look at these. I suppose the uh, office staff at the Auditor General could get their feet off their desk and go down to the committees and look it up themselves. Internal records show the public health agency was fully funded that mm-hmm. uh, uh, budgeting for the national strategic stockpile this was the big machine the big master plan that was going to be uh, all set for pandemic preparedness was absolutely receiving stable funding year over year over year to to millions of dollars this is not a case where bureaucracies can say you know you gave me $2 and I was just incompetent, but if you doubled it and made it 4 then we're reaching for the stars. There was no complaint about budget cuts at the public health agency because there weren't any. They've been fully funded for years. Yeah, if I were the, the everyday person reading this report, it makes it sound like, well, they weren't really ready at the beginning, but eventually they got it right. Yeah, there's this, you know, people talk, Alex, you know this, people talk about this culture in Ottawa. I'm going to tell you what the culture is at the public health agency. It was mediocre. They were mailing it in. Everyone knows this. There is, you cannot find a person, let alone just an ordinary citizen walking the street. You cannot find a medical association, a nurses union, a paramedics group, anybody who is giving five stars to the public health agency before or after the outbreak of the pandemic. There was a commentary in the Canadian Medical Association Journal that suggested it was probably time to privatize the national strategic stockpile under federal management. That's how bad it was. That's how much they screwed it up. And then you read this audit, they're getting five stars. They're they're at the front of the class. Way to go. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and do you think anyone else bought it? <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you kidding me? If not for your question. I mean, it was the look on her face when you asked the question kind of said it all. And by the way, did you ever get the answer to your question? Uh, no. They, they, apparently, she described her own work as excellent. She's excellent. The <laughs> Auditor General is excellent. A cabinet will love this report. It's like they wrote it themselves. Uh, and once again, well, they might have. Ottawa is a world leader, uh, unless, of course, you just wanted a mask, in which case you couldn't get one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I, someone has told me there's a psychological term for people who are so incompetent they think they're really good. I, I can't remember what it is, but it applies in this case. Yeah, well, I know that frontline workers were probably just taking all those soiled, dirty masks home to wash them just for the, just for the fun of it. It was like, here, we need a challenge. Let's clean the masks. I do want to talk about a couple of other stories that, that will likely get buried. Um, you know, the Department of Health. Oh, let's talk about that again. They receive an average of 100 reports a day on opiates lost or stolen from pharmacies nationwide. This according to an audit. And and they have a backlog of about 20,000 reports that you guys have found. So they're not even tracking this. They have no idea of the volume of drugs that have been diverted to the black market. But all these thefts are reported by fax machine at at a rate of 100 a day. I mean, this is people are dying across this country in record numbers. And this again speaks to the failings of public health. 
Oh, absolutely. No, speaking of five-star excellence, and you know the tragedy, this was <laughs> yeah. uh, detailed in a uh, Senate uh, Social Affairs Committee report going back about seven years. The, the senator who was chair of that committee has since retired. That's how long ago it was. At that time, they expressed alarm. It's federal law, Controlled Drugs and Substances Act, that pharmacists must report lost or stolen uh, opioids or other controlled substances. But in the main, it's opioids. As you mentioned, they're faxing in these theft reports at the rate of 100 a day, and they're just piling, Health Canada just piling up the paper. You know, the senator who chaired that committee, uh, Kelvin Ogilvy, uh, the man is a biochemist. Mm -hmm. He said at the time he was dumbfounded. Like, don't you understand? This is the, this is the point where so many of these devastating drugs are leaking into the black market. It's, sure. it's going through pharmacists. And, yeah. and, and the Fed's response was not to enforce their own law. Parliament gave federal health inspectors the authority to start issuing fines on pharmacists that had suspicious theft reports. Number of fines issued to date, zero. I, I guess they can shocking. look forward to another winning audit, Alex, honest to God. I know. If the price being paid were not so, um, you know, uh, devastating, you know, you just shake your head and you just kind of laugh. But but the fact that there are pharmacies in this country that are, in fact, feeding this into the black market and it is getting into kids, it is killing kids, it is killing so many people, and there's no one looking into it. Dumbfounded, the senator said, in 2017. And here we are four years later, another audit, and nothing improved. There was zero improvement. Boy, oh boy. We are failing in this country, and sadly, it's costing lives. All right, um, on that note, thanks for the great work. Um, thank you for the chuckle on the other story, and we'll, uh, we'll look forward to the next chat. Thank you kindly, Alex. That is Tom Korski with Blacklocks Reporting, and I tell you every time, they are subscription-based, and they are worth every single penny because you get another side um, of stories that are generally not um, being told the way that they are. So nonetheless, we'll uh, keep chatting with them.